attentive. Hello, it's Simcha Cohen. Yes, really me, not a recording from like umpteen years ago. I mean, talking about other stuff. I'm in the in the live studio with Nussi, and I finally made it back for a show. It's been like a crazy few weeks. We really? missed you. I missed being here. I missed you more than you missed me. I really live for these shows. I really, really do. And um, it's been it's been pretty crazy. But you know what? I can tell you that that the lesson that I've learned is that we don't always get to do what we want to do. And we have responsibilities, and sometimes we have to take care. And the summer is just such an upside-down time. Kids are going to camp. Kids need this and that, back and forth. And... Uh, I don't know, some people like freedom in the summer. I am totally, totally, totally backwards and upside down without my family. Without my kids around me, without my wife with me, I'm just like, I'm just like nuts. I can't. I wasn't created to be alone. I was a bachelor for enough years. Now I'm supposed to be bothered. <laughs> but uh, whatever. Here I am, and, uh, and that's that. So, what's on the agenda? You know, you know what's driving me crazy. This that we have like the three weeks Tishbev, and it's every year it's the same thing, and we go through the same same kindness, and we really need Mashiach to come already. We really we, we just do, we we just do. It's like enough, as Achenu Eshkenazim say. Showing enough, right? It's enough. It's like, come on. We got crazy people running for elections. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to figure out who to vote for. Who to vote for. I should say what to vote for, because I don't think either one is a who. I mean, you have a liar and you have a friar. I don't know. But, uh, one of them would just shut his mouth and everything. Yeah, would be fine. but you know, but he doesn't, and that's the problem. He doesn't know. You know what? You know what the problem with that bothers me the most about him is he doesn't know how to admit he made a mistake. He makes dumb mistakes, so just say, okay, you know what? I, I talk, I talk like you know, I talk too much. <laughs> like this guy, this con guy, like you know, and his parents say, give us respect, and he just can't do it, like. Whatever. So didn't he like apologize? Not directly, indirectly. Indirectly, yeah, an indirect apology. That, that's like, that, that's like giving a verbal to president via wedding, you know. <laughs> By the way, while I'm at it already, I might as well give you a verbal to present too. <laughs> I guess it's better than nothing for him. Yeah, but is that what we're up to? We're electing a better than nothing. <laughs> this is not a politics show. I, I know, I know, I know. But it's bothering me. But you know what? You know what? You know what's also bothering me. I decided that I am like always nice when it comes to giving the benefit of the doubt to Mechanachim. And I've come to a conclusion that the Rebbeim, the mowers that we have, are really unbelievable. It's the principles I have problems with. <laughs> I, I, I think the principles are the ones that really. They, they're the ones that give the, the teachers and, and the rabbis and the mowers problems. I was talking to a, a principal, and we have to keep up the reputation of my school, this and that. So what is the reputation of your school? You throw kids out and ruin their lives? Okay, is that the reputation you want to keep up? Like what? I mean, I was telling a, 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 a principal, like, you know, kids need to feel loved and accepted constantly. So I says, no, you can't overdo it. So like, I started counting how many times we say Ahavast Olam, or Hashem loves us in tefillah every day. You know how many times we repeat the fact that we love God and God loves us and God loves us and we love God and God loves us and we love God and we love God and we love God and we love God and God loves us and God loves me for this and that and that and this and I love him for that and this. You say like, hello, we got the message ready. You can't overdo it. No, no, 
That's so wrong. There's no overdoing it because the challenges the kids face today, a kid needs to know that if he has a neshama tahora, he has a pure Jewish soul, then no matter what he does, Hashem loves him. And a mora Rebbe has to teach Talmudim that no matter what, I still love you. I still care about you. I still worry about you. And that's, and, and you know what? If we, if we fulfill an agenda and we think we're teaching a lesson and the lesson that the kid walks away with isn't that I know that my teacher, Rebbe Mora, cares about me, but they have to enforce a rule. If the kid doesn't get that, then there was nothing, nothing gained. No lesson was gained. The call-in number this evening, if anybody wants to yell at me, is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And I had a story once with probably the greatest luminary that our community has ever had, who was not only, not only was he chief rabbi, but he was a chief rabbi that educated thousands of thousands of students. And he was, he was, to, to his last days, he was teaching Torah, and he was, he was, he loved everybody, and he was beloved by everybody. And I had a question, because I had a teacher that was a new teacher. He came from a different country, and he hit one of my students. And there was a rule. You cannot lift a hand to any student. And I told him, can't hit the students. So I gave him one warning. Second warning. I told him, I'm sorry, if you hit the student a second time, then I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give you a warning and, and, and you'll probably get fired. So he hit a student the second time, but we're talking about like a nice a, a pot. Like not not like you know, a touch. He smacked the kid hard. So I said, I think I'm gonna fire him. He begged me for one chance. Third chance, did it again. So I had to fire him. So he went to Chacham Baruch. And his taina to Chacham Baruch was, Chacham Baruch said no. If the tanai was, that you can't, and he said, Chacham Baruch, that you are not allowed to hit kids today. Can't. So the guy said, but when you were a teacher 30 years ago, you hit kids. He said, then was then, and now is now, and we live in a different day and age. We have to change the way we educate children. And that's a, that is a mechanic that's thinking about his students, not about his shita. Okay, I think we have a call. Hi, hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, I don't know if it's a topic, but well, pick just, a topic, buddy. Um, I don't. Um, so basically, um, a lot of people um in my neighborhood go away for the summer. Yes. And a girl across the street, she's younger than me. She, she's, she, she's, she, she's across the street, and her friend went away. So, so now, mother thinks that's not nice. That, that that she should should not have any friends, so so now I play with her, okay. and then when I play, she when I want to play with my friends, like she's always asking me, do I want to play? Do I want to play? Come, let's go play. Come play with me. Is there a possibility and, of playing with everybody together? Yeah, but they don't know her. All right, but and, let them get to know her. Is she Jewish? And also. Yeah, but I try to introduce them to her, but but people think she's snobby. And but if so, she, so you know what? Explain to them that that she's really nice. You just have to get to know her first. The, and she's like, no, oh, she's really not nice. Well, and, you know what? This is this is in this situation. This is what I would suggest. 
you have an opportunity of doing a tremendous chesed. Okay? A yeah, tremendous. Well, well, one second, one second. Come to play with me. But wait. And then, and then I don't but, know what but, to do. But, 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 but I want to finish what I'm saying. The chesed is not just to this girl across the street that has no friends. The chesed is to the other girls who are missing out on an opportunity of a lifetime. They're missing out on an opportunity of a lifetime to do something nice for somebody who's in need. And if they do well, that... Well, she's, the girl's eight, and her friends are eight. They, they're not going to... Eight-year-old does not understand... Does not understand what it means to do that. I disagree. I disagree. Eight-year-olds understand very well. And if they have an older kid explaining it to them, they'll understand even better. You're so, underestimating so I, I that. I spoke to her sister, and her sister's like, um, you know what? She, she's that, she, she doesn't like her that much. That every time she walks by her house, she hides behind me. So you have to, you have to be smart and figure out a way of getting these kids together. And if you can, you can teach them all a lesson in life. It's really, the truth is, it's it's a tremendous thing that you're taking care and you want to take care and you want to take responsibility. It really isn't your responsibility, but it shows what type of special person you are that you care so much about it. But the bottom line is that I think so what that... what do I tell them? Tell them that, listen, you know... It's good to get to know new people in life. It's new to make new friends, and you can really... Yeah, but they met her, and they don't like her. Well, you know what? I if I, I don't know what more I could tell you on that. I, I don't know. If, they, if they're already telling you they don't like her, they're missing out on an opportunity. And you know what? The truth is, what don't they like about her? Do you know? They think that she's snobby and she lies. Okay, so... What would be, would you be able to tell this girl, like, you know what, kids would play with you, but they, they wish you'd be a little bit more friendly? Sensitive. So everything I do, she, like, I was going with my friend Tammy to, to, to the store, and, and she, and she, and then she saw me, my friend. She's like, she's like, and then, um, and then, um, and then she's, and then she's like, uh, where are you going? Um, and she's running after me, um, and I'm saying, and she's younger, so I don't feel responsible to bring her to the store because I'm like my mother didn't even let me myself. Right. So, so like I don't feel responsible for her. And then, and then, and then, and then I say I'm going to the store, and and then she's like following me, watching me go down the block. I. She doesn't want me to like run away from her. I hear, I hear. That, that is there anybody who speaks to her parents about it? Like maybe they, they could, you know, there's some. My, so her her mother asked, like I know that she's older, um, um, does she mind playing with her? But my mother was nice. My mother didn't want to say no. She minds. It's not nice of you. <laughs> so my mother said yes. She does. She it's it's fine, and I, and and now it started to bother me. So I think that maybe you should like first of all, you you don't have to be available all the time. In other words. Yeah, may- but she's always close for me, and she knows what time I get home from camp, and she's just there always. I hear you. I hear you. I hear it's a problem. I could just tell you that that you're not you're not gonna lose out by doing this. And I try to convince my friend that she's nice and she's not bad and snobby, but they they just have their own opinion on her right. already. I I hear you loud and clear. I just think that. You won't lose out by by trying to befriend her, and if you're able to, you're able to. If not, yeah, not. so I play with her. Usually, what happens is, is I play with her towards the beginning of the day when they come home from camp, and then I go to my other friends later when she goes to sleep. But she goes to sleep very late. Like she well, goes to you sleep shouldn't feel at, hostage, this kid. At, let's say I'm seven fifty, and I have to go in at eight ten. Well, I don't think you should feel a hostage to this kid. I don't think that you should feel like you have to play with her. But every day she comes over, and I really want to play with my other friend, and I, don't, so, I have no patience to play with her. So sometimes well, you have to... I don't to, want to say go away. Don't say go away. Say, I'm, I have plans today. I really can't play with you today. So sorry. I really would like to, but every, I have plans every today. Every second she's asking, she's like in the morning when I come on the bus because she goes on my bus, she's like, can you play today? 
like maybe I don't know. So you know what? L listen to me. By you teaching her how to She's accept like, I'm no. Come over right after camp tomorrow, okay? But but by you teaching her how to accept the no and how to realize that you can't play with her all so the time. So what do I say? So what do I say? I'll, I'll tell you what you say. I'll I'll, you right I'll tell you what you say. You say, I have plans. I wish I could play with you, but I have plans to play with other kids today. Yeah, and but I, she knows I, I play with other so kids. So tell her, and I can't play with you today. I'm so sorry. I can't play with you today. I'm sorry. But that's mean. No, it's not. Not if you don't say it mean. If you don't say it but, in a mean so, way, it's not mean. So I say, I say, I'm sorry, but I have plans today. So I, so I wish I could play with play you. Today. I can't play with you today because I, I have other plans. And we could play tomorrow. But but the, my other neighbors live right near me, so it's not like I go far away. It doesn't matter. But you're allowed to have plans with another neighbor. You're not. She doesn't own you. You're allowed to. And that's I not know. called being mean. As long as you don't do it in a mean way, she needs somebody to tell her this because she needs to learn that she can't hog everybody up. And maybe that's why people don't like to play with her. Because she has to learn this. And if you teach this to no, her... No, they think, they think she's snobby. What, whatever, whatever it is. But if you're able to if you're able to teach her this, then you may help her out, okay? How? How is that going to help her? Because she's going to learn that she can't always have things the way she wants it. Maybe she'll learn how she has to be in order to keep friends. I think she's nice because... I don't want to play with her every second of my life. And also, my friends don't think she's nice. So if they I, don't I, think I, she's I, nice, I know, but I'm going to always be with her. Right, but you're not You're not hearing my answer. You're not hearing my answer. And I'm going to say it again, but I want you to try and listen. I did not say that you're going to be with her for the rest of your life. I did not say that you always have to be with her. I do understand that you don't, you don't mind her, but your friends do. I'm telling you that you shouldn't feel like you're a hostage to her. You shouldn't feel like she owns you. So you can sometimes say no to her, and it's okay. You don't have to always say yes to her. Hashem doesn't doesn't demand that of us. And if she's if she takes it uh, personally, there's nothing you could do about it because the truth is that but you, then she gets offended. Well, then. Then you have to do it and t tell her, I'm sorry if you're offended, but I didn't mean to offend you. This is just a matter of, of my preference. It's normal girl. She's very sensitive, like well, very sensitive. So I'm trying to explain to you. You have to help her not be so sensitive. By you telling her this and then continuing to be your friend, she'll realize that it's not the end of the world. You have to but show also her. She doesn't have any friends in the summer, so what you're going to do? Like, she's going to do nothing. She's going to also be bored. Uh, so maybe her parents have to find things for her to do. Maybe they should send her to camp. Okay, I think that I think I need you to think about what I told you, okay? Thank you for calling. It was a very good question. Okay? Anyways, that's a toughie. But yeah, a kid has to learn how to say no sometimes. A kid can't feel hostage from another kid. And it's not it's not their obligation, you know. And and maybe this kid will learn how to make other friends. But this kid sounds like a very mature kid who's got a very mature problem. I feel bad. I really do. I feel bad for the other kids that don't see the opportunity to play with her. But this is one of the tough things. That's why, like, you know, I think summer camp is, day camp, whatever, is, like, really, really important. It's, like, really, really important. But um, our call-in number is 718-683-5858. You could text us at 347-927-8396. Eight. Eight. I need new glasses. <laughs> And, it wasn't uh, blocked off by oh, It's right here. It's right here in front of my in front of my big nose. Anyways, so I another thing I really don't like is visiting day. <laughs> I a week and a half into the summer, I have to visit my kids. I see them. I know them. It's such a schlep. I pick them up, bring them back to the bungalow colony, find out what laundry they lost. They sleep because they're so tired. 
But uh, anyways, um, I, I don't know. Notice he's telling me I have a text, but I don't know how to do the texting. He's go. gonna show and me. And right there, the first, the first box. This one. Yeah, try that. Should work. There you okay. go. Is this show live? It sure ain't dead. No, no, you have to refresh it. <laughs> oh, okay. Should refresh. Uh, it. Still nothing. Refreshing. Maybe Mike. One second here. Oh, it's loading. Hi, Nisi. No, that's not here, me. Here, right there, right there, right now. Look, look, look to the right of you. Right here. Oh. <laughs> I hope that you're able to take my question. I had a dream for the past few years to go to seminary. I specifically wanted to go to Eric Stroll Seminary. Is in about a month. And I am still not enrolled in seminary. I, I stayed the application process. I started the application process late around May. Possibly have any suggestions. Oi, vey. Oi, that's that's a toughie. Um, I don't have connections in seminaries, but I think that you need to get in touch with somebody who is able to help you put that together. I know that that's big thing for girls to go to seminary and it's a great dream I think that um, I don't know I, I'll ask Nisim if he knows I don't know if you have a specific seminary you want to go to um, you know maybe maybe if somebody has connections to that seminary if you want to text it in but um, I think that a girl that really really wants to go I think that I think with Hashem's help, with enough pressure, we should be able to get you in. I mean, of course, you know, seminaries are very picky um, and they're hard to get into, but I think that's something that you shouldn't be worried about because worrying is wasted energy. You should take that worry energy and push it into doing something. So speak to somebody and... Uh, I'll speak to Nisa and find out if he knows some somebody that uh, that has the ability or has pull. I don't think your computer is working for some reason. Yeah, it's not uh, refreshing. It's not refreshing. Look at that. We'll figure it out after. All right. I'll let you know if anything comes in. Anyways. Um, so, I think that that's... Oh, yeah, it refreshed. Okay. Oh, there we go. I got it. Okay. Um... So I think that, oh boy, I remember the stress of school, getting into this school and that school. I hated the whole process. There's nothing worse than feeling rejected. When a person feels like, I'm so sorry, we don't have room for you. I'm so sorry, we'd love to take you, but if you'd love to take me, take me. <laughs> what are you telling me? But you know what? There are some good seminaries on, on this hemisphere also. There, there, there are some good seminaries. There's always time to go to Israel. Um, we have a call. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, you're off the air. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. They're all off. Look at that. Uh, look at that. <laughs> Hello, you're off the air. Hello, you're off the wall. No joking. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think that I think that um, I think that most of the kids are away, going summer camp, sweating up like pigs and doing all sorts of things, or they're in the mountains, or they're sleeping. But uh, whatever. Hi, you're on the air. No, I, I don't want to be on the air. I just want to ask a question. Okay. And that's not well, really possible right now. Right now, we are not asking questions off the air. You can ask it on the air if you like, of course. You know what? Here, here's, here's my question. Okay? We, people go away to the country, they go away to camp, 
they have an environment, they enjoy themselves, they have a good time, they come back, everything's a rush, rush, rush. What are the what, what is like the main main goal of this summer thing of taking off from Yeshiva, going away, taking a two and a half months vacation? What what are we supposed to get out of it? I don't know. Is this is is who started this whole thing? I don't know. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hey. What's uh, what's cooking? Uh, I have I, I I have one question. I'm so sorry. It's hard to hear you. I guess because there wasn't much to hear. Ah. <laughs> but uh, who started this whole summer thing? This whole going away thing. I'm going to thank him because there's parking. Whoever started it was it. what? Because there's parking and the vacation. School. Well, I know that all the way, way back when the Godolim went to camps and, and, and I mean, Rabelsky, Zatzal went to Camp Aguda and the, 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 Godolim went away, Benazmanim, they sat, they relaxed. The pictures of Ramesha and Camp Aguda. I mean, so there was such a thing. But, uh, hello, you're on the air. Yeah, I think I know why I have to go to the country. Why is that? I have to go away. Why? The person needs, like, a change of scenery. A person can be, like, in the same scenery his whole life. I I, I agree. I think that that's so true. I but, think, like, uh, a new, like, it's like, it's like skipping two, two months in your life, in your regular lifestyle. I, I I I think that people do need to get away. Only thing is, I think sometimes two and a half months is like a long time. Yeah. Also, in the summer, like kids, they they just tune out. They have with friends, and they if a lot of kids have problems at home, they go over there. They don't have no problems. They have problems in school. They're in camp. The different kids and everything. Ah, you are a very smart man. You know something? You just took what I wanted to say, and I'm so happy you did. Because you cut to the chase. One of the best things about the summer is the kids get a break and have, they have trouble or something and they get to go away a little bit, get to relax. And also, I'll tell you another thing. Some kids have a miserable time in school and a terrible time at home. They go to camp and all of a sudden they become superstars. Yep. And every kid deserves to be a superstar. I think yeah, it gives them more confidence for the next year. That's right. That's right. And, and, and you know what? And, and good counselors and good JCs can really help a kid through life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, what are you doing this summer? I'm doing working, nothing. Are you doing work? Nothing? Working. Been working. In the city, working like a dog. I never saw a dog work, you know? You ever <laughs> see a dog work? I no, saw I a ferret work. I'd like a dog. No, but you sound like the furthest thing from a dog. It say they, they say you say you say working like a very very hard working yoga man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Are working like like a responsible person. Baruch Hashem. is right. You know something? Adam the Amol Yulad. We were born to work. The worst thing in the world is boredom. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're bored, you're bored. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I have a big, a big topic in Israel. You always have something. Eat, go to sleep, do something. Don't be bored. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Eat, eat, drink, sleep. It says, She'imum mevi lidechet. Boredom brings to sin. I don't know how a person okay. can be bored. There's so much to do in life. I have a list that's like as long as, as, as a football yard of, of how many things I want to get done. In life, there's so many things I want to do. Who could be bored? Yeah, yeah. Anyways. People, okay. with, people that are not so smart, they're bored. Well, people who are, yes, they're not smart because people who don't have goals. People, people who don't have goals. People who don't want to become something. Maybe because they don't have confidence. Right. 
Because they, because they have no sheifa. They have no, they have no. They're not going anywhere. That's like no, nobody's home. I feel so bad for those people. You know, when you meet sometimes people who are not Tardic or not Jewish, and they have like I I, I went into a, a store, and the lady goes, "I'm retiring." I said, "Oh, very nice, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov." She goes, 48 years I worked in this store seven days a week." I looked at her and I said, and what did you get out of it? You're closing your store. You're retiring. You're shutting it down. And what did you get? All those years of just working every day, waking up to the same steamer, the same, you got nothing. And it depends if he has who should take him over. <laughs> yeah, but... If he doesn't wish to take him over, he doesn't want to die working. Yeah, I hear you, but still, but what do you gain? A, a, a Jew has Shabbos, he has Yom Tif, he has... If, you would, if I would ask you, and I don't know if, if you're married, if you have kids, but a person that has kids, ask you, kids. you have kids, Baruch Hashem, what's the most important thing to you in life? What's the most important thing in life? To you. It's a lot of important things. It's not one thing. But what if you put everything, one thing that's more important than everything? What thing? Um, to do what Hashem wants. Okay. Perfect. And, and, and he wants already. If he wants the most that I should, uh, you should raise kids, you should raise kids. You should be married happy, you should be married happy, whatever it is. But if a person has kids... Step. First, I have to do what he wants. Right. But if a person has kids... And that look at that the most important thing that they have in their life is their kids. Yeah, yeah. Because their kids are them. They're an extension of them. Mm -hmm. And so also kids show that Hashem invested in you. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that that's that's the goal in life. The goal in life is to teach your children what you have and what you learned and, and to give them nitzchis. So they, should, they should do what Hashem wants. They should do what Hashem wants. B'simcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Tzadik. Thank you for sure, calling. Thank you, no problem. Thanks for the show. It's a very nice show. I love thank it. You. Thank you. Thank okay, you. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi there. Hi. Um, I just want to contradict what the other guy said before. He said that you go away um, and from issues, let's say you have a problem, yes. and you take a break. So I want to just say what my grandmother <coughs> always says. She used to tell my mother and my, all my aunts, you go away from your issues in the city, but you come to the country, there's more issues. Also, when you come back, the issue is still there. Your, uh, so, who said this, your grandmother? My grandmother. She's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant person. I have to agree with that, yes. And, she and, happens to be very smart. And can I tell um, you something? Because what? people think, people think that if they're going to have grotchkas with their neighbors in Brooklyn, they're going to go to a different place and they're not going to. Your grandmother's right. The problem goes right with you on your left shoulder poking right at that little <laughs> put your little head in hello but you know what but for kids I, I had issues here you know you can't nobody just doesn't have issues i thought i'm getting a vacation i went up to the country there was more issues i'm back the issue is all still here but that, you know it's it's all from school i feel that it's great for me because i don't really love school but you don't is just, you um, don't love school take your temperature Oh, my, you're supposed to love school. Hello, who really does love school? I, I didn't love school. I mean, certain parts of it. You need a break from school. That's, yeah, that's, that's the bottom line. Yeah. But, but you know what? Everybody, if you have issues, you know you're alive. That's really <laughs> the key. People, dead people don't have issues. They don't. They need tissues. Yeah. All right, thanks for calling. And tell you're your welcome. grandmother I think she's brilliant. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. How you doing? Cause I have a question. Can I ask a question? 
you can ask two questions. Actually, you just asked one question. So now the question you're going to ask is going to be a second question. So you can ask a second question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I usually, I, I like to wear my skirt about. Okay. I, I like to wear my skirts that way too. Huh, you're on the air. Hello. Okay. If that was a serious question, young lady, you can call in and we'll pick up off the air and we can't talk about it. But if it wasn't a serious question, shame on you. Anyways, um, you know, school doesn't bring out the best in every kid. And kids need a break. Kids do need breaks. But I will say that people do not escape their issues. They don't. If they have issues in, and if they have issues in, 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 in during the year, they're going to have very similar issues. Although, I will tell you that changing an environment sometimes helps a person get through some of their issues. That is true, I think. Uh, hi, you're on the air. Um, hello. Hi. What can I do with my sisters in camp? What could you do? Cries. She cries in camp. Yeah. I think. How long is she? It, it, she'll, she'll get used to it. How, how old is she? She'll get used to it. Yeah, I think the counselor should probably know about it, and they're probably dealing with it. But she keeps on crying every single day. Is she in your bunk? Yeah. Are you twins? No. So how come she's in your bunk? How come you see her crying? She cries every single day. She calls my mother every day. Okay, but see, if she's not calling you, then you're okay. Let her deal with it. Your parents are probably very smart, and they're probably dealing with it. I don't know if you have to be worrying about it. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. No, you're not. <laughs> anyway. Um, one of the things to the girl who said her sister is crying in camp, be nice to her. That's an important thing. Be nice to her. Because I remember when I was crying in kindergarten, my sister was nice to me. That was a long time ago. Made a big difference. She was very nice to me. And, 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 and I was, I, I appreciated that very much. So be nice to your sister who is crying in camp. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Ooh, I hope it was good for you like it was for me. That was fun. <laughs> you know what? It's paris avonos when people do that. That's fine. We're, we're good. I've been hung up on by much more important people. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Tisha B'Av is on a Sunday this year which is a problem for me because I like to hear my Rav's kinnis. I can't go Tisha B'Av without hearing kinnis from Rabbi Shimshin Sher and normally it's during the week it's in Brooklyn so I go and I sit this year he's going to be in. I don't know where he's going to be he's probably going to be in the mountains and I don't know it's a problem it's a problem. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Ha <laughs> ha. No, you're not. Would you believe we hung up on him before he hung up on us? No, you went. Hi, you're on the air. What should I do with my imagination? I think you should use it and imagine that you have the best imagination. And you should use it to make examples in Gemara. And you should... You should imagine you're. I'm not a boy. I'm a girl. Well, then imagine that you have examples in Chumash, and you should imagine yourself whatever you want. Imagination is a beautiful thing. I think imagination is very, although unless you really go crazy imagining things and it gets in your way, like don't imagine you're a, a bird and jump out a window. Or don't yeah. imagine you're going to become president. 
That's right. Although some losers did and they became president, which is a big problem. <laughs> some losers going to. Yeah. Um, I don't imagine that. Whatever. Uh, but imagination is very good. You write stories, tell stories. Some of the biggest entertainers have good imaginations. The one before you. Yes. Yitzhak is one of the most one of the most imaginative persons I've ever met. He's also one of the most beautiful people I ever met. He's just such a tired Jew. He's just such a real beautiful Jew. He's like my poster child for beautifuljew.com. Like a picture of Yitzhak. <laughs> really. He's just always, always nice, says nice things. Always smiling. Always, always smiling, always besimcha, always being besamech people. Hashem should just give him long, 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 long years telling stories for like making people happy. It's like so cool. Even though, oh, how'd you handle the heat wave? What heat wave? There was a heat wave last week. You didn't know there was a heat wave? What planet are you on? Maybe this person will know that there's a heat wave. Hello. What should I do if, if I'm going to first grade and I don't know how to get ready? Okay. So I think what you should do is you should do exactly what your parents tell you to do to get ready for first grade. So that means if they tell you to put on a purple hat and pink slippers and jump up and down, then do that. They're not going to tell you to do that. But you do exactly what they say. You don't worry about it because first grade is first grade and everybody goes to first grade. And you're going to survive. You will. Promise. Okay? Okay. Don't worry. Be happy. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hello. What's cooking, good looking? What? What's cooking? It's so what? What do I do? It's so what? Like, it has so much pollution. So much what? Pollution. Solutions? A pollution. Oh, pollution. Well, don't breathe. <laughs> no, joking. Please don't take my suggestion. Um, breathe. Idea. Breathe indoors. Uh, um... If you're really sensitive to the pollution, move to, like, Oregon. They don't have a lot of pollution there. They don't. don't have a lot of anything there. <laughs> they have, like, people who have, like, who are malicious, who want to, like, blow up the country. Hi, you're on the Hello, you're on the air. I want to, I want to be a counselor when I grow up. Okay, Mirza Shem, you will be. You, you want to be, was that a counselor or a cowgirl? <laughs> a counselor. Yes, Rich Sam, you can be a counselor when you grow up. You could. Okay. Okay, click your feet and say, I know I can, I know I can, okay? Okay. Hey, bye. <laughs> We're getting silly. Okay. I'm not sure if that was really or I'm not sure either, but whatever. She could be a counselor if she wants. She could be whatever you she want. She didn't call up and ask if she wants to be an elephant. I mean, I couldn't tell her she could be an elephant. But a counselor and a cowgirl usually. Yes, a cowgirl and a counselor. A counselor is a cowgirl. Or a I couldn't tell if she could be a cow. <laughs> Hello, you're on the air. Last chance. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, goodbye, you're off the air. Hello, you're off the wall. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Anyways, um, what did you want to be when you were a little girl? Nothing, because you were never a little girl. Ha! Uh, when you were a little boy, did you want to be a fireman or a policeman? I don't remember. What did I want to be? I don't remember. I, I don't. I don't think I want. I wanted to be a politician when I was in fifth grade. Politician. Yes, politician. All right. Just because it looked cool, they got to like get on planes and do stuff. There's Richard a lot, Nixon. There's a lot more jobs that you could. I know, <laughs> but in fifth grade, Richard Nixon looked like he was having a good time. Hi. 
I had pneumonia when I was in fifth grade, and I was off for four weeks, and they had the Watergate trials on, and it was all news all day. And I was it's almost so, like tent and winds, all news, all, all news, time. all day. And besides commercials, I didn't get to see one show, but I know everything about the Watergate trials. Anyways, anyways, my go-to man for that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am so good. How are you? Good. How's everything? Everything? I don't know. I know some things. The things that I know about are good. Just because when you're a kid you want to think what you want, it doesn't mean it's going to work out the way you want it. That's so true. But I'm curious what kids nowadays want to be. Everything what they say doesn't mean they're going to grow up one day. The that they say doesn't mean they're going to be what they want to be. But I think it's healthy, though, for kids to want to be silly things and when they grow up to have shahifas. To be big things. Some of them end up like firemen and policemen. That's true, but I think it's normal. It's normal for a little kid to want to be a fireman or policeman. Then when they grow up and they become, you know, they tire for them to want to be Dalai Tyra, that's when they appreciate what a Gadol Tyra is. A hundred percent, I agree. And a lot of times. I started being a conductor and I never became a conductor. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, maybe you are a conductor, but at home. No, I always wanted to be conductor on the train. But on never, the train. I I was depressed to find out that they don't even have conductors anymore because everything's like automated probably. No, they do, they do have conductors. If you want to take the test, I can get you the test any day if you want. They still have conductors. Really? Okay. What's the requirements yeah. for that test? I'll pass. I, I don't yeah. want to be a conductor. I want to be what I want. I, I, I don't know. All right. Thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Would you still want to be a politician now that Donald Trump is running for president? No, I stopped <laughs> wanting to be a politician like a long time ago. Uh, I stopped wanting to be a politician when I realized that they do more than just like fly around on an airplane and, and, and like talk to people. So... My my aspirations for politics are well. Like you got one part of it. Talking to people, you turned into yeah, psychology. That, that's so. true. I really, I really wanted to. That was a very, very short amount of time. But, anyways, uh, hi, you're on the air. What should I do if I can't go to sleep alone in my bed? Um. Well, are you are you afraid? What? Are you afraid? Yeah. Okay, so you maybe is there somebody in the house close to you that can make yeah. you feel safe? So I think that if you work on it little by little by little, then you'll get used to it and you should be fine. You realize there's nothing to be afraid of. Like, have nightmares. Oi, oi, do you say how my bill? Do you say Krishna Alamita and Hamapil? Not really. Okay. Start doing it. You'd be amazed at how it eradicates bad dreams. Try okay. it. Okay? Okay. Okay, bye. Hello. Hello. Goodbye. Anyways. So next week is Rosh Chodesh Av. And then a week later is Shabab. Shabab. Yeah, Mashiach may be here. We may be like waiting online at El Al Terminal, um, beating our way onto planes. <clears throat> Although I'm a Cohen, so I'm going to have like an express golden ticket like Me Willy too. Wonka. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Nussi and I are just going to get express tickets. They all, all Kohanim, please proceed to the first class check in. Please insert your finger for proper DNA testing. Uh, you are a legitimate coin. Please proceed to the first class. That'd actually be pretty cool if they had that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You are not a coin. Please go to the Levy line. I know it's a long line. That's too bad. Yisraelim, you're getting on buses. 
No, everybody's not the same. We're Kohanim. You know, you know what I meant. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, I have a problem. Oy vey. I hope I could solve it in three minutes. What's up? Um, so I'm 13. Is that a problem? I always, I'm very tired in the day. Oy. And I always tell myself I'm going to go to sleep early, but I never do it. That is a problem. Um, well, it's a, it's a cycle. Because if you're tired during the day, do you sleep during the day? Sometimes. So if you sleep during the day, then you're going to be up at night. So this is my suggestion. I want, to, I want you to listen to me very well because it's very important. I want you to stay up during the day no matter what. No, I only go to sleep when I'm really tired and I can't carry on without going to sleep. But I think that you need to go to sleep the same time every night for a week. Even if you're not tired, you get into bed at 11 o'clock and you go to sleep for a week at 11 o'clock and train your body back into a regular cycle. All right. Thanks. All right. You got it. Okay, take care. That's a hard that's a hard one, but we can train ourselves to sleep. That's the only way that really works for sleep is by doing cognitive behavioral therapy, by training, but first has to want to sleep. A lot of people stay up at night, it's because they want to stay up at night. Who doesn't want to sleep? Uh me. I you like to stay sleep? up at night. You like to stay up at night. I don't have to, but I stay up at one night. One second. In the morning, six AM your alarm goes off. You don't want to stay in bed? No. Wow. wow I have too wow. much to do. <laughs> Still. At your age, I wanted to stay in bed. <laughs> I did. Now, I see my clock ticking. Tick, tock, tick, tock. Getting older. Got things to do. And sometimes, Don't like, scare me. Don't scare me. No. When, when you, I mean, I, I love my life. I love what I do. I love the things that I have to have during the day. I'm excited about it, so I want to just, like, pop out of bed like a Pop-Tart. But no one's up at 6 a.m. anyway. So. That's the whole point. No one can bother me. I could sit, I could say, tell him, I could learn a little bit. No one's, no one's calling me. Then an hour later. All right, then, then, starts. then life starts, but it's okay. It's peace. This is Dr. Simcoe and Nussie, and we're signing out. A live show for a change. I wish everybody a very fabulous, fantabulous, stupendous week.